This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Saturdays from 3 to 6, normally half the time. Today I'm on Sunday, 12 to 3, so we are live. You are welcome to call. We're talking about what to expect in 2019, what principles, what rights and privileges you're worried about, what tactics and strategies you anticipate, and any other, anything in between. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. If you haven't heard my show before, I'm a hardcore libertarian, hardcore. I'm an anarcho-capitalist, actually. I believe that the government uh, has a an inherent irreconcilable conflict of interests that we only give them power to protect us and so as a result they need to make us feel afraid so they cannot actually protect us because then we wouldn't need them anymore it's that paradox uh they seem to do a very good job convincing us that their incompetence means we should give them more money that's what i think the shutdown is all about uh but Specifically, the talking point that the shutdown supposedly about is building the wall. So as a libertarian, I have a the immigration issue. All libertarians do not agree on immigration as a practical policy matter because the way the country is set up, it is a competing rights issue. Are they coming in using infrastructure we already paid for or are they going to are their children going to pay for the infrastructure that we borrowed to build i mean are you uh are they enslaving their children to an indebted in an indebted country there's there are lots of different ways to look at it as a libertarian i believe in the right to work and travel if i have a business if i have a room to rent no one can tell me who i can or cannot open my doors to but the government tells you that you must open your doors to everyone they let in so that makes people tense and then they feel like they have to control the borders. They forget that all they really need is to restore private property rights. If you look at the EU, that's really what they are doing right now. Of course, it's, they're going to have a more of a political union over time. But right now they have a single currency and they have the right to work and travel. Uh, you can't vote in each other's elections. And that's where another thing where we go wrong. We say you can't just let people in and and work they say you have to make them citizens and let them vote like that's not the right to work and travel so libertarians can disagree uh but i i believe that the immigration issue has a couple of nuances that people don't talk about as much one is that uh it's i don't know which order to put it in one thing that is happening right now you don't Trump isn't actually talking about reducing immigration numbers. He's talking about illegal immigration, which is de facto kind of unskilled labor. Now, the unskilled labor that comes in for people who are against immigration or are worried about immigration for taking jobs, the unskilled labor comes in and takes the manual labor. So the middle class, this is how it would work if that theory is holds, the middle class can get out of the house 
get out of the physical labor and use the higher productivity activities, higher paying activities that result from having been higher educated. And then they can take that surplus money, surplus time and education, and their children can go to better colleges and all that. But what what Trump is doing is not getting a lot of press. He loosened up the rules on skilled labor, on the on the the visas that the big tech wants to bring in. Big tech spends a lot of money lobbying for more skilled labor coming in from other countries, also for to convert our schools to STEM, to take out civics and liberal arts, liberal arts, the arts of the free man, and replace it with science, technology, engineering, and math so that they we subsidize their labor. And Elizabeth Warren says, we subsidize your labor, so you need to pay more taxes. I'm like, just stop subsidizing their labor. I can't stand it. Don't have school loans anymore. If you don't have school loans, Citibank will give them the school loans, but only if their major makes sense. And then you got corporations flooding the gates. But right now, to have the super skilled labor, they take their education from the socialist countries they're coming from, probably, that their taxpayers paid for. They bring it over here, and they can actually, the reason big tech wants them is they drive down wages because they don't have the big school loans that graduate school imparts to us here. And uh, and and instead of lifting us, you know, lifting the middle class up by allowing us to get out of the house, they actually take those jobs, suppress the wages on top, um, and... And their kids will compete with your kids to get into the good schools and stuff. I'm just saying that, that you know, yes, we can argue about the details. Maybe I'm completely wrong and, and you don't need to reform any of the socialist policies like uh, subsidized school loans or labor laws or uh, the welfare floor that prevents Americans from taking those menial jobs in the first place. I think you have to reform all of that to have uh, to restore the rights that people have of uh of work and travel and and i think paramount first and foremost we must restore private property rights but we're not doing that anyway so these are the these are the nuances with the immigration uh issue and the and i was talking earlier about the council of foreign relations william weld who ran on the libertarian ticket heidi cruz whose husband ran for a republican spot they they co-authored or um co-signed weld co-authored the North American Union document by Council of Foreign Relations, which says, just leave the doors open. Doesn't matter if you build a wall or not. So the and that is what happens in Europe and Sweden and stuff. It's not about people sneaking across the border. It's about policies and conflict between the policies and the people. That's what should be the focus. So why are they talking about the wall? Why the wall isn't just a talking point. They want it. Somebody wants it. And if you think back, there's I heard somebody talking about the White House. White House has a fence, keeps people out. What it really does, doesn't really keep people out. It warns people that if you cross this line, you will be shot. Because it doesn't care. I could get over that fence, right? Just get a little rope and I could get over that fence. But I might get shot, <laughs> so I don't. So, uh, but the, so that keeps people out, okay? That's what they're saying the wall is. But the Berlin Wall kept people in. And it was the same thing. It was a real wall, hard to get over, but people did get over it and they got shot up until the last days. So you gotta wonder, now this wall, do they, you don't actually even need the wall to shoot people coming over from the southern border because I know somebody who has a ranch on the Rio Grande in Texas who said they used to go up to the water, but they can't get anywhere near it now because the cartels have their little bird houses or whatever. They sit in the trees and they pick people off from competing cartels who are trying to bring drugs across. Uh, 
So they've closed the border on my friend's ranch to him and everybody else. So you don't even need the wall to signal that's everybody know because the, the Rio Grande is there. They know you go anywhere near that and you're going to get shot. So, uh, so you have to, one must, I believe, entertain the possibility that Ron Paul got criticized for bringing up in a debate once. He said, hey, man, watch it because walls can keep you in. Yeah. And if things get crazy, Binkley here is telling us about uh, escalation of um, mob tactics. Uh, and, and Ron Paul pointed out, he said, people want to take their money across the border. People have been like Michelle Bachman, rah, rah, patriot. I believe she got Swiss citizenship and people do want Swiss citizenship. I don't know if they have a special uh, agreement, but. There is an exit tax. If you want to relinquish your citizenship and take all of your assets, they take, I think, like half of it. It's crazy. So you can't get out and take your money with you already. So I just I think if we look back at the people who are vehemently advocating the wall without understanding the underlying policy is what's more important, one their descendants, let's hope at least it's in future generations and not right away, might look back and say, can you believe we begged for the wall? Yeah. What nuts are we? But Binkley, you've pointed out before, doesn't, wasn't that an Edward Bernays thing? Make them beg for what you want them, yeah, you what create you want to impose cir- on them? If you want to sell a piano, you don't say, hey, buy my piano. You create circumstances that creates a trend that makes people want to buy, uh, put a piano room in their house, so therefore they have to buy a piano. They and beg you to sell it to them. Sexy chicks right. laying on top of them. Oh, if I got a piano. There you go. Sexy chick would yeah. lay on my piano and start Engineering singing. the circumstances is what he was all about. Yes. And with just one simple step further than what you're thinking. Yeah. That, that's, what, that's what makes me crazy. So you and I did exposed, whatever, publicized the exposure, which was whitewashed, of the Alabama bots. The, the Russian bots associated with Roy Moore were Democrat operatives. That's in the record. The Democrat operatives who were those bots are the people who wrote for the Senate one of their two reports on Russian bots. And they never mentioned that some Russian bots were Democrat operatives. So that calls into question all of that. But, but it blows we, my mind still. It's, it's mind blowing. But it does, it's not what's mind blowing is that it got out and we know all the details and nobody's even though we know press is propaganda, it's still too blatant to accept. But it's true. That is what happened. And that demonstrates two big, big things here. One is people are looking through the board like karate. They're not looking at the board. They're yeah. looking through the board. That's what's happening. That's what these operatives are doing. That the people people who call my show and don't know what policies are behind their objection to me you know what i mean people who don't have the meat on the bones aren't the ones they're not the ones telling people what to do the people who know what the other goal is and then the other thing so there's just it's just there's a little bit more to it than what you see is what you get and the other thing is the press is not telling you they're just not telling you the smoking that when that Pierre Omidyar thing came out that he was behind, uh, he funded the Ukrainian coup. I remember thinking this thing is it blows up the the Edward Snowden psyop to, for, to high heaven, 
And uh, I bet not one person listening to me today even knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pierre Omidyar is the billionaire behind Glenn Greenwald and Edward Snowden. He's their voice of liberty and free speech. And he organized, the, he funded, financed in part, the coup to remove the democratically elected government of the Ukraine on behalf of the United States. And this is what people still to this day say, Russia invaded Ukraine. He's the founder of eBay, right? eBay, yes, yes. So uh, this is how World War Three might, you know, get started. And, uh, and we still think it's Russian aggression because yeah. the press is absolutely not doing its job, except for right here, right now. Well, the press are activists, too. <laughs> uh, I'm not an activist. You're not, but... I'm absolutely not an activist. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, what we are and what we think about 2019 a little bit more after the break. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Big drama show. Let's go. Let's do it. And thank you. Just, I know. I'm not lose control. I don't Speaking of Ukraine, that's Triple G. He's a Kazakhstan. He's from where? Kazakhstan, I think. He's half Korean. Like a tiger. It's your favorite boxer. So... Uh, oh, one of my predictions is that he's going to get his belts back because the guy who stole them from him will probably try to go to a different class. But anyway, it might take a while. Go Triple G. So we are we're talking about what we expect in 2019. I uh, was just obviously the thing that's leading it off is the shutdown and the wall i personally think it's that the wall issue is deeper binkley you were saying that the uh shutdowns will continue gridlock is the answer i'm not sure i agree with that i'm going to get to that at the bottom of the hour but but uh one thing that I am worried about and i've been talking about this for a couple of years now is ms13 some gang uh, from Mexico, I guess, south of the border. There's that is a very powerful tool that is used to promote policy, whether it's the wall or drug policy or whatever. So, as we head into the second to the home stretch, last half hour of the show, uh, I'm going to talk about they the way they do they promote policies a lot of times they exploit real issues and they create issues they create crises and and perhaps false flag events which have been absolutely proven that might be uh on the agenda for 2019 certainly psyops psychological operations are on the agenda one thing might be uh ms13 engages in some mass casualty thing or i don't know what god forbid i hate that stuff i if they're hoaxes i hope so because they're awful uh but people need to feel personally scared if it's something that's just in the inner city it does not motivate people now if your children are addicted to drugs that's very motivating but i don't think it's a border problem i think there's a much deeper problem uh cultural problem and um that will be the subject of another show. But at the bottom of the hour, I want to talk about psychological operations, 
false flags and a couple of things that you might be surprised to hear about. And Binkley's going to wrap it up with tactics and strategies that you should be looking out for. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Well, no one's going to top that. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB, Saturdays from 3 to 6 usually, probably half the time. Right now, I'm on uh, till 3 o'clock this Sunday afternoon. Feel free to call in if you want us to watch out for something in 2019. 800 WSB Talker. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. You can tweet at my producer at Freedom Actor Radio. That's Brad Binkley, who's here with me now. Uh, okay, Binkley, I want. I've got a couple more things. I want you to, uh, what the program director calls triage, find the most critical items. Don't want to leave anything on the cutting room floor today because we're going to go back to the show later in the year and uh, see what our hits and misses were. And people can go back and listen to the show as soon as it's up on Propaganda Report on iTunes, for example. Uh, Okay, so you ready, Binkley, for my next? Let's go for it. All right. I think the rest of my stuff kind of falls in the category of psyops and false flags, things that are created, promoted by the powers that be. I still maintain that they are above parties. There are very passionate high-level operatives that I believe are absolutely smoking the left-right Kool-Aid but ultimately, I think they're all serving the same master. I take Stacey Abrams as an example. She's a member of the CFR, Council of Foreign Relations. She has had a list as long as my arm of international institutional internships since high school, basically, since her launch in high school. It's amazing. It's amazing. So for me to think of her as an advocate for the downtrodden, is it's, so, it's laughable. But she's not going anywhere. They did not spend it's over 20 years uh, cultivating her to to waste her. Her loss was a win for her. Yeah, she got a vote for Speaker of the House. Wow. Yes, I did see somebody suggested that, pointed out that you don't actually have to be in the House. Uh, so that's probably a good prediction. She's not going anywhere. We'll, haven't seen last her. But uh, this is the... This is where you get crises, even just themes, even just you can even just say that um, the mainstream media will cable news will focus on one story over another. They push down the Alabama bots story about the the Alabama yeah. Russian trolls actually being Democrat operatives designed to after more. when it was happening, spending months talking about how he was supported by Russian bots and talking about how he's a pedophile. And, and wouldn't Fox spend 24-7 saying Russian bots are Democrat operatives? Like, uh, who I would side think, are they on? to correct the record, they would, but no, none of them do. Right, they don't. So that's why I think it's above parties. I think it's from on high. I think they don't even have to create events. They can just misconstrue them. It, it, uh, wasn't the Gulf of Tonkin fabricated? And and look at the the absolute carnage that resulted from that. So those are the kind of things: false flags, provocations, um, made up stories, false reporting, all that stuff. So I will say a couple of specific things that I fear, and I hesitate to say them to give people ideas. But maybe by me saying them, 
it'll kind of be like, oh, well, she blew that one. Because if you read the report from Iron Mountain, which whatever you think of it, it certainly has some insights into how things really work. They say we can't actually lay out for you our plans because that would blow it. So we're not going to tell you our ideas for how to introduce a euthanized form of slavery, for example. And then since then, we got the slave to drugs, slave to debt. So they do stuff and they don't always tell you what it is. So I'm going to tell you the cyber 9-11 is something that I think a lot of I think the drumbeats of that are getting louder. Uh, I'm still concerned with, and I'm hoping, uh, I pray that it's uh, absolutely gone, was that under Obama, the Secret Service had a lot of bad press. And I just was afraid that they were not going to function properly, no matter who's in office. That That's a terrible, very bad thing for people to get hurt uh, up there. So... I worry about the Iran Iran false flag to start World War III, as has been advocated by think tanks in Washington, D.C., or at least a think tank. Uh, I worry that the shutdown or future government dysfunction uh, will prompt some kind of bad thing that makes it look like we need more government when, in fact, we need less. But the two big ones are uh, revolve around the role that Trump plays. So I won't belabor it, uh, but I will tell you, day one, when Trump was elected, I tweeted to uh, Mysterio, that's his current Twitter handle, what do you think this is all about? And he said, well, maybe they'll blame him for the great unwinding, which we know is going to happen after so many years of zero interest rates, of expansion to fill a hole that absolutely cannot be filled. There needs to be an unwinding of that. We need to reset normal interest rates if he uh, creates policies that make it look like he's to blame and by overheating the economy, by maybe by creating a trade war, pulling back on immigration, making it look like um, reinflating the stock market bubble, that it's Trump's fault the Fed has to raise rates. And the rate raising is what causes the crash and, you know, just to, in broad brush strokes. So maybe all that all that stuff of what's going on with Trump is really just to try to uh, make it look like he's responsible for something that was inevitable. Uh, perhaps the false flag that comes out of the Middle East will be blamed on the fact that uh, Trump pulled out of there, whether he did or not. Obama was always blamed for leaving a power vacuum in the Middle East, even though he dropped 20,000 bombs a year on Syria. Uh, Small ones. Very tiny. That's ones. right. Yes. I had a limo driver, an Obama supporter. I said, Well, how can you support that guy? He said, Well, they were very small bombs. So I asked him his address because <laughs> in case I come across a small bomb, I'll send it his way. No, I would never do that. <laughs> um Obamacare going single payer, which was also always in the plan. There's hidden video of the guy, the Apollo guy. Uh was it Apollo? The Tides Foundation guy may be saying it's a Trojan horse. It's beyond a Trojan horse. We're getting single payer. Just let it go. Michael Moore, that's another Michael Moore talking point in every interview he's in. What? We need single payer yeah. health care? Yeah. So, so Rand Paul put out a statement saying don't take the mandate away without fixing the health care problem that, that that vacuum will create. But they did take the mandate away with not much fanfare. That was the critical yeah. element. And uh, and so it may collapse under its own weight and it certainly won't be replaced with liberty. It's definitely going to be replaced with 
the single pair thing. Well, whatever. Not that is interesting. There wasn't much fanfare, but no, there was amazing. a big to do about it before. Right. And that's the thing that got me off the couch and got me to march on Washington three times was to stop Obamacare, that mandate. Uh and of course, the big thing that I think Trump represents is this polarizing impact on the country that will that is driving, galvanizing the left to flip the country. And I do wonder if Brian Kemp is going to to play that same role. I don't know what what the story is with him, but if if he he could be polarizing and and lead actually to the backlash that flips. Georgia, the South, whatever. Who knows? Something. Civil unrest is another thing that that Council on Foreign Relations panel discussed. One of the worries they had. Did they say if it was domestic or foreign? Domestic. Wow. See, that has to be from on high. If you give people Prozac and Facebook or baskets of necessities and novellas or bread and circuses, which we have, which welfare, food stamps, I mean, this stuff, they did say they stopped the food stamps. I'm not sure that's true, though. They were saying the shutdown stopped the food stamps. Is that possible? I don't know. I, I, don't I haven't know. seen much effect personally. I know that there's people that have. I wasn't really that interested in it, so I didn't. Um, I didn't like the shutdowns, like same old, same old. So the, the indivisible guide, the activist guide, it tells them to do things that threaten to shut down and shut down the government. It instructs them to do stuff. That's why I think there's going to be more. Yeah, that's probably true, but. Um, The uh, I want to move on. The uh, it's like a paradox of how uh, what Trump is being used for in that on the one hand, he uh, he's used as the scapegoat. But when it comes to policy stuff, he's actually rather a compromiser, I think, which is why it's like always the art of the deal. It's the negotiation. It's the talk big, but but meet them halfway kind of thing. I believe that he will, uh, and don't forget his history is not an ideological conservative. Yeah. So I, and he's not surrounded by ideological conservatives. He does not surround himself with them. So I think there's a chance there is less gridlock with a de- Democrats in Congress than Republicans. Bar- bearing in mind what you say, Binkley, about, uh, the left not actually wanting compromise. I think the establishment wants some policies that they can get if they're if if Trump plays ball with Pelosi. Yeah, I think he is going to be willing to compromise more. I agree with that, and I think whether it happens is it's going to determine how like Pelosi is reacting to like Pelosi versus Al, uh, uh, AOC versus Cortez. Is she right. going to react uh, in a way that? signals to that to the progressives or to the mainstream democrats well she is probably going to go out she's she can do whatever she wants right she's at the end of the her career versus alexandria ocasio-cortez so she's going to do whatever she's required to do she has quite a backstory not as bad as diane feinstein but remember last year when she compromised she started to negotiate with trump over the over daca yeah giving them what they said they wanted the next day she got shouted down by activists for having a weak spine and and basically cooperating with the enemy now she's uh, repeating the same talking points about how a wall is immoral that um cortez and the progressives are repeating i still think 
I mean, I'm not, who knows, but I still think there's going to be compromise. Maybe it looks like Pelosi sold out. Maybe that's the cover. Maybe that's the beard. Yeah. Pelosi sells out, Trump sells out, and there's a, there is a negotiating uh, philosophy that it's, it's only a good deal if everybody's unhappy. Right, right. You know, that's when everybody gave as much as they were going to give. And that's maybe what we're being set up for. But I want to be specific about what I think the bills are. The two bills that I've always said have been on the table, uh, or I should say for the past two years, that I thought was going to be a Democrat bill signed by Trump and a Democrat-style bill, now maybe an actual Democrat bill, infrastructure, which will set the stage for the sustainable city, for the driverless mm. cars. It's very serious. Only Republicans going to get that. 5G. through. Yeah, 5G technology with the health risks, which they will... They'll be happy. They don't care, right, if, they, if they're if they in league with the people who run Big Pharma. Uh, criminal justice reform, which will be a hotbed of cronyism, will not improve our safety nor our liberty. That's going to be awful. And uh, um, the other easier, you know, things that have kind of are always in the background, gun control and immigration. A caller once said to me, if you're going to have gun control, any kind of gun control, it's going to be it's going to take a Republican. A Republican's going to have to sign off on that. So Trump, I believe, has signaled his willingness to look at gun control. Repeatedly. Didn't he do an, a, an executive order for bump stocks? Oh, did. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. It sounds familiar. I can't say for sure because I can't I'll remember. But yeah, those executive orders, sometimes they look mild, but like Obama did a bunch after Sandy Hook, and you, you thought it was going to be gun control, but it was about surveillance. It was about getting rid of some of the protections in Obamacare, like some of the privacy protections, that kind of thing. So sometimes those things are a foil for uh, another agenda. That's an easy bait and switch. But um, let's wrap it up after the break. Binkley, I'm going to give you the last word. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Wow. That was intense. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We're in the home stretch with our What to Watch Out for 2019 show, which you can get on Propaganda Report uh, on iTunes. Our next show uh, is going to be next Sunday, January 13th from 1 to 3. And after basketball season, I'll be back on my regular uh, time slot, which is Saturday from 3 to 6. I'm beginning to forget. Because it's been a long time. <laughs> it's the summer. Uh, okay. Uh, Binkley. Yes. You had a couple of things. Oh, right before the break, you said Trump banned bump stocks. But that was very recent, right? Didn't yes. You confirm it that? was December 18th. 2018. 2018. And he did it by executive order. Yeah. Which to me is absolutely unconstitutional. That's legislative. That, to me, should have a constitutional amendment. Like It's like a, a super legislative, if you ask me. Anyway, all right, what else you got? What well, other what's the, your, what other predictions? Council on Foreign Relations panel discussion that we played earlier, they also talked about how uh, in 2019 a report that was released said that there will be more refugees fleeing from Venezuela than from Syria. Well, that'll bring it home to us. Maybe maybe that'll justify the wall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got a few minutes. Let me just um, throw a couple of things out there. Do you have anything... You think about it, if you have something you I can tell you what's going to be investigated during the right, upcoming go. year. Fast. Um, it is going to be, obviously, the Russia investigation. It's going to be Hurricane Maria, uh, Trump's business, Trump's taxes. Um, where's my list? 
You want me to start? Yeah, you go ahead. You in there? Okay. Uh, possible Brexit fail, which yes. we decided the day it was voted on. A coup in Hungary, because that guy is not playing ball. Uh, obviously, more anti-conspiracy theory pressure. Uh, probably a psyop that, like the Pizzagate thing, where real fake news hurts real people. Yeah. Uh, I get kicked off Twitter. Oh, you're predicting that. Well, I don't want to, but it's I got the warning email saying that I follow Russian bots. It did not just it did not uh, tell me if I those Russian bots were Democrat operatives <laughs> or not. But I hope I don't. I really love Twitter. I love Twitter. It's the best way to get um, to communicate with people. I absolutely love it. But you never know. I but I on the upside, I predict that uh, our website gets relaunched. Under the new yes. appellation, thepropreport.com, which you can probably get to already with some of the older stuff, but we're going to relaunch that. Uh, what else? Messaging bills. Mm-hmm. going to be a lot of those. bills, which is bills that are not meant to pass, but they're meant to get you used to a new idea. The like messaging. the Green New Deal that was recently introduced. Uh, you want to give me one highlight of that? It's a climate change bill that was introduced by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Dump the Electoral College is going to be one of the subjects of that. I'm wondering if anyone will ever try to eliminate the citizenship requirements for Congress. I didn't even realize you have to be seven years a citizen for Congress and uh, nine for Senate. Um, Who's going to run? Oh, don't forget, school campuses will continue to be sanitized, locked down, no nooks and crannies, no privacy, no entrances or exits. Bad stuff there. Uh, replica guns are going to make a, maybe there'll be a false flag around. Replica guns. guns. Not real guns, you know, like the orange thing falls off and somebody gets hurt. Uh, the Khashoggi thing. Yeah. Maybe a Vermont gun false flag because they are such a great argument for Second Amendment rights. Hashtag women's wave will be trending in the next couple weeks. I predict that. All right. And that's it for us. Thank you so much. This is Monica Perez.